Carlos. All right. Um, we are here today to make a huge announcement. We're hosting World's Strongest Man. <laughs> if World's Strongest Man is going to be in Sacramento for at least two to three years. My statement wasn't incorrect. Your statement was not incorrect. I'm a resident of Sacramento. Okay, so you're hosting. I'd yeah, like yeah, to yeah. think so. Someone I, tweeted I, I, me that, said, Mike, are you? I was like, well, I'm not. <laughs> We're <laughs> I'm all not, part of Sacramento. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not quite capable of this. No, no, no. Um, yeah, Sacramento. So he, it, there's nothing about where it's going to be in Sacramento. Did you see the preview? Me and Marcus just watched it. No. You want to whip it out? Um, it's pretty good. It's cool. It's uh, what's the name? Uh, Magnuson Vaughn. Oh, Magnuson I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just, just the announcement. I that's think it's all. announcement. Ad yeah, slash. Yeah, there's, review. Yeah, but there's not Mike. There's no detail in it at all. No. Right? no. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One news Which, outlet said river. It's it's it like highlighted that Sacramento has a good riverfront. Uh, but that was a news outlet. And so they all, they often produce a near a body of water. Marcus had a good idea of where it may be located as well, though. Oh, uh, I just think they do it at Sac State in the stadium. Yeah, they fix the stands and filming. I'm gonna have to move that closer to you. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, is it is built obviously. A little more, a little more. Yeah, one more, <laughs> one more. Blow them up. <laughs> yeah, get in there, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if it was the first year the stadium was made. It might have been. Um, they hosted uh, Olympic trials for track. Been twice. Yeah, they, been that, that was like 2000, trials. probably 2000 or. Something. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I, I think it's coming back, right? I think that yeah. they did it. Oh, I don't know. They yeah. did it a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I mean, they like well, Sacramento. It's made for shit. It's made it, for movie, uh, TV. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It, well, I think in California too, it was the first Mondo track built. Which I don't know for all other means. tracks, it's like it's it's a really dense. Uh, okay. uh, it's the fastest. It's the fastest version of the track. So runners like it and shit. Faster times always come out on it. That makes some sense. Yeah. But I think it was the year that it was built. We held uh, Olympic trials. And then we've done NCs here, I think, once or twice. Championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if they, yeah, Sac State sort of makes sense. But if they do the actual competition like out at Old Sacramento, we would mm-hmm. be the closest gym to that. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Far. Either way, we, we, we're we really close. Because if it goes to Sacramento State University, we're, oh, shit. we're like a f- 10-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other idea I had is like how they do the Olympics, where I think technically the LA has the Olympics in 2028 or whatever and it's year a that different is. Venues. They've talked about like holding yeah. soccer up here or, or basketball right, up right, here. Right. So maybe they could do that, where like, yeah, they're doing all the heavy stuff on the riverfront and then they're doing some uh, walking stuff mm-hmm. or, or length stuff at Sac State. Right. I think that would be really cool for soccer. I, I think, regardless, it's so cool for Sacramento. Uh, we were supposed to have, I don't know if it was the Final Four or Sweet 16 last year yeah. for NC2A basketball. In the past, we've had first rounds. We're building all this stuff. It just can't get used yet. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit hampered by, oh, I don't know, worldwide pandemics. I don't know. Just one thing bit. or another. But I did not, this was not on my radar. Radar. I had not seen anything about this at all until, mm-hmm. like, to the point that when I saw that you retweeted it, yeah. I thought it was maybe a joke. Yeah, I saw. Or it was like something calling itself World's Strongest Man that was not. Well, that's what I told. I just texted my mom, who, like, despite me doing this for a decade, still doesn't really know what's going on. I said, Mom, World's Strongest Man's come to Sacramento. She said, oh, are you inviting him over? I said, well, it's not a (laughs) him. It's like a thing. But it does make sense because, like, that's a weird name for a competition. Yeah, yeah. You have the Super Bowl. Yeah, you don't have Tom Brady Award or whatever. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, Super right, Bowl. Right. When he retires, there will be. There there's going to be a Tom yeah, Brady Award. Be. Yeah, yeah. I'm but sure. you know what I mean. So there's that. Powerlifting, you'd say you go to Worlds, right? And you could say Worlds for anything. You kind of know what it is. Yeah, yeah. But world's, the World's Strongest Man is what yeah. it's called. It's the SBD World's Strongest Man. Now it is. Yeah. 
I didn't see that coming either. So I didn't know that the, the Anderson Apparel SPD World Strongest Man. Yeah, is that the first? <laughs> is yeah, because it's here. Is that the? Is this the first year's the SPD Strongest Man? I think maybe so. That's got to be big bucks now that they have the ABC contract. Yeah, because I'm sure that has to pass through multiple hands of money. Yeah. I would imagine they can't yeah. just name it what they want and then put it yeah. on at ABC. Yeah, <sighs> give me some of that money. Yeah, Hold no up. kidding. Third Street World Strongest Man. World's strongest person on Third Street. Anyway, <laughs> we are here at Third Street Barbell with our good friend Marcus Sanadan, who we've known for quite a number of years. Um, like we're on eight years. We met in this building. Um, you had you had not been powerlifting when we met you. No, right? I had not competed in powerlifting. Uh, the only thing I competed in at the time was strongman. And then I was weightlifting at the time. Yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to come here since I moved to Sacramento, which is like 2011. But I was doing track, playing football. Yeah. So I just trained over at Sac State. And then when that was over with, I found myself training next door with Ben. Found out this is where super training was. Yeah. Oh, do I put these on? Yeah, it's up yeah to you. you can hear yourself a little bit better if you put them on. I didn't even think about it. And um, it's just how casual everything is. Yeah. And then, I mean, just like, you know. I remember the first day I actually trained here, it was... Uh, it was like off hours. There was nobody here, and it was just me training on this side. <laughs> so sad. You put it on Instagram. I'm a super trainer. <laughs> this, this is before I had Instagram. Yeah, so I didn't even have an Instagram. I yet. think Instagram started in 2010. Uh, you could be right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I maybe maybe 12 is when I first got on there. Yeah. I think maybe. I got the I got on there like the first couple months. It was out. Really? I shouted him out multiple times. Matt Chima. He came to opening day. Matt Chima got it. I was working at a commercial gym. He's like. Check out this app, dude. I was like, what is it? He's like, it's a photography app. I was like, all right, fuck it. He got me on Twitter, too. My understanding is that it's not a photography app anymore. Now you're supposed to think I of it know. as a video app, as a very short video app. You're supposed to think of it as a Reels app and nothing else because only Reels actually get traction these days. That's true, too. Although a little bit of, of uh, IGTV gets a little bit of traction. but Yeah. Or ass. Or ass, Yeah. Plenty of ass. Okay, so just post ass. That yeah, gets traction. Just, okay. yeah, just spectacular ass pictures. Um, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I got a little bit of footage here. Um, archive. Archive. We're going we're gonna to stop start Whose here. Whose pasty thighs are in the front? Um, that would be someone else in this room. Is it me? It is you. I thought it was me or a robot. Oh, it is me. Damn, I'm pasty. I was robot. I was so pasty. <laughs> now, you guys were uh, double barring it there. Look at a little baby platform. This is October of 2013. I just happened to find this drive that had these lifts in it. I look like a big baby. You do look like a big baby. <laughs> it's crazy to see the walls like that. This is the walls of Third Street Barbell for those viewers that are on YouTube. And if you're on audio, you should head over to YouTube. Yeah, we will post this after. If you're not watching live, we'll post it after. Lots of reps here, reps and reps and reps. Pulling like 475-ish. Maybe five. A little benchy, benchy here. Damn, robot. Yeah, there's a little robot. Dude, what a mess. <laughs> Look at the background. Yeah, it was it was a disaster here. I mean, like an I mean that looks pretty organized for, for for what it was for what it was. Yeah, <laughs> so bad. This is the next year. 
And look who's Is on that... the left. Dan Storniolo. Yep. <laughs> Fat Dan. We got Dick Lickerson. Steve Austin are in there. Who's Is that Tyler? on the left? That's Austin. That, remember, so remember Steve. We didn't know his buddy's name. We just knew that they were Steve and Austin. So we called them both Steve Austin for like a year. Well, that's Tyler up there. Yeah, that's Tyler in the back. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's oh. one of the Steve Austins. Yeah, it's Austin. I remember the name Steve Austin, but I definitely don't know that guy. I didn't recognize him either, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Every time I go back and look at old footage, apparently we're gonna see this one again. When I see old footage, because at the time I was just like, oh, fuck, yeah, man, my shit's dialed in, squat's good. I go yeah. back and look at him and I'm like, oh, my God, who let me do this? I'm like, well, this squat looks like trash. What are you going to do? Yeah, this is, this is I, part of the learning. Yeah. There's nothing you can like fix either. Like everyone's like, like the overanalyst uh, oh, yeah. over by paralysis. Like, yeah, what are you supposed to do? Like other than squatting for another five years, sometimes you can't fix shit. Okay, I hope that these are in order. These are, this is, uh, this is the opener. This is your meat. Yeah, this is the opener. From a couple weeks ago. Yep. The neon. Holy shit. Blinded me. There's that little guy on the left. Oh, there's Riley over <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. What's funny, at times, he, I felt he was more nervous than I was. I'm sure he was. I probably get more <laughs> nervous, too, because you're not, like, hyped as, like, a coach or a viewer or a handler. Yeah. As a lifter, you know, you're just, like, so in your spot. But you can't really get in the zone as a coach. I, I was watching... Uh, Riley deadlift last night. Oops, that's a miss. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I missed my fucking opener. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know. I've never missed the squat opener ever. That's ever. crazy. Like never been called on depth. I've never been picked up on a squat opener, so that was a little nerve-wracking. You looked a little more upright. So did did, yeah. did you well, repeat your opener? Or did you I repeated the opener. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. not an asshole. Yeah, you looked a little more up, upright than well, you. Well, uh, so the rack was too high. I had him drop it too. I got caught on the hooks on the way out too, and it was just and this is 903. Your guy didn't know what to do. Shout out to the uh, the mono runner. He, he, he wanted love, dude, but he didn't know what to do. He didn't want to get eaten. He didn't want to get eaten, but he wanted a fist bump. But he, wanted, he was fired up. Is this his second angle? This is the second angle. Okay. Yeah. I've seen the dude, the, the backspotter everywhere, too. Yeah. What's up yeah. with backspotters? They're just everywhere. This, there's like three backspotters in all of powerlifting. Yeah. That are at big meets, yeah. Everywhere, yeah. They're yeah. everywhere. You know, that that angle sucked because <laughs> from the front, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a good squat. And from the, and from the side, it's like you can't see your your the way your thigh's moving mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, top, like, top down, you're always going to look like a shrimp. Yeah. Riley just sweating his palms yeah. off. But I, I was watching Riley set up for a deadlift last night. I thought I was going to have to go get lunch and then oh, come yeah. back. He was talking himself out of it. Oh, my, oh my God. That's what it looked like. It really did. Like I was so shocked when he actually got the deadlift because he... Poor little Riley. Oh, and then the bench. I missed my bench opener. Came back, took it, got it. And then I was just like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done <laughs> I saw that little I'm done. cut across your throat. It's like, my pec does not feel good. And then this is a lifetime PR. How much is this one? 749. Easy, too. That was easy. That was clean. A little journey through powerlifting. Yeah. Well, how, how it started, how it's going, kind of. Yeah, amazing. trend. Yeah, yeah. So that was just down in San Diego, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Was it at Gracie's gym? Yeah, it was at the gym. What's it called? Uh, California Elite. Performance. Yeah, California Elite. 
I think that's the topic we're going to start to tackle is shout out to my boy Candido and we're not going to review it too much. Um, you guys can go check out his video on YouTube, but the USAPL, partly because of COVID, um, I guess, and just because, you know, I'm not affiliated with any federation. We may hold meets here, but after this podcast, we may not be allowed <laughs> to hold meets here. But uh, Somebody will let us. Yeah, yeah. So basically, powerlifting, and I've been a cr- critical of it for a long time. One, I don't consider myself a powerlifter. I like the sport because I like to see other people happy. I like mm-hmm. to see Marcus fired up and mm-hmm. Riley being nervous and all that. I like lifting weights and I like helping people. But I have competed in multiple federations as Marcus, as Jim. Um, and we've all been in it a very long time. But it's obviously a very divided sport, divided by dumb things like wraps or no wraps, deadlift bar or no deadlift bar, um, and then divided by bigger things like politics and money. And ownership. Right, right. Uh, the, 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 every business, every governmental body uh, has potential to get corrupt and who yeah. knows what happens. So right. um, I think I've even critiqued the USAPL about their money stuff in the past and some of their rules uh, as well as the USPA and any other four-letter word out there besides fuck I've critiqued. And uh, this year, Candido, who has arguably f- grown the the USAPL by exponential numbers over the last 10 years, and I like to think we played a tiny little role in that, but Candido's been a huge proponent of the Federation. Yeah. Um, kind of came out and said like, yo, you guys are bullshit, um, which I do commend him for because it's easy to get caught up on the side you're on, right? right? As we know in many things mm-hmm. in life, uh, rather than thinking critically about the actions or who's doing them or what's going on and make an opinion based on that action, not just that I'm a USAPL guy. And so yeah. they're running um, their national meet early, which is the USAPL's way into the IPF, into Worlds. Um, it's our most competitive meet for the drug tested. And uh, so they're running it in July as opposed to October. Um, I think they skipped last year, and that's mm. maybe part of the reasoning. Um, and then beyond that, they're limiting the numbers of competitors based on COVID, I believe. And the issue arises in multiple. One, they don't really give priority to any lifters, I believe, that aren't like top three or top five. Yeah. So you could be ninth, 10th, 11th. You get the same in as the guy who's 200th. Yeah. Because it's a qualifying total. That's whack. Yeah. And then beyond that, um, some kind of rule. And don't quote me. Again, go watch my boy Candido's video. Johnny's puts it better and probably more factual than me, hence the name. Uh, <laughs> that he... Uh, Storm, do you pick that up or no? Oh, yeah. I can hear <laughs> yeah. There are leaves on our roof blowing, so that's... Fine. The other one is that they started this lifetime membership, which I think even if you just break down the numbers, it makes no sense. But it's something over $2,000. Um if you're under 20 and then, you know, $2,200 if you're over 20 or whatever, lifetime membership to the federation. For those that don't compete, every federation not only has a meet fee and all this other shit, there's also yearly a, membership. a yearly membership, which you absolutely get nothing from, as well as yeah. I'm aware. There's yeah, no federation that yeah. I know you pay a fee and you get something. Like, I don't hunt, but I'm sure if you pay some club fee, maybe they give you something, at the very least a goddamn shirt or like a trip or something. Well, if you're a part of a hunting club, you get to use, you're, you're paying to use Their whatever field land or, yeah, yeah. So, there's something, right? So in these, there's nothing. <laughs> you literally pay a federation fee to then pay a competing fee at the same people right. get the money. <clears throat> but so yeah. there's this lifetime one. And if you get the lifetime one, you now get priority to get into nationals if you qualify, I believe. But so I could be three hundredth. I could pay this two thousand dollars, and now I'm in the meet. And Marcus is top th- uh, ten, um, and he his internet doesn't work as fast as mine, or he was at work and couldn't click the button, and yeah. I'm in before him. And the uh, the payback on that is like thirty nine years, something like that. If you pay the 
the uh, feed you life, to do the math. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. You got to live a really <laughs> yeah. long time yeah. for it to work like out. Like maybe if you're 20, right? Like I yeah. love seeing oh, people compete into late life. But if you're 20 and you're competing every single year till 59. I don't get it. I don't um, get it. So, and this whole podcast is not going to be to critique the USAPL because you guys can go do that on your own and listen to Johnny. But the conversation then begins. What is the federation that we want. So I, I was talking about this on my Twitch chat and someone brought up, he's like, yeah, we want a federation for the lifters. I was like, well, what, is, what, what does that mean? Like typically a federation for the lifters means everyone's getting white lights. <laughs> everyone's yeah. cheating. There's white lights and you know, no one gives a fuck. Uh, it's misloaded, shitty spotters, shitty judges. Like, I don't think we want that either. No. Um, is it a money thing? Is it a mono thing? Is it a deadlift thing? Is it a rap thing? Why is there so, why are people so particular? A thought. Yeah. Relative to what you were talking about. Um, it's kind of like the the situation they're talking about this sort of lifetime membership to USAPL. It's a little bit like um, in uh, racing, like if you want to if you want to run on the classic car circuit, whatever, and you're not a really a qualified driver, you can essentially buy your way in as a oh, like, yeah. gentleman driver because it means yeah. that you have millions of dollars <laughs> and you just throw money at them, yeah. and you can drive and you may or may not be safe out there. But hey, you got to participate in this you know race this classic car race yeah it's awesome yeah i i would venture to say that the same thing happens in some bodybuilding federations where people basically are buying a yeah you know not a first place yeah exactly and i like in their first shows and stuff ever you know when they look like where the politics come yeah when they look like microwave bacon and they still win you know it's like (laughs) another thing that popped up that we can branch off because this goes everywhere is uh russ uh, shout out my boy Russ or he posted something today about uh, what a pro lifter means and we could argue that the pro lifter kind of was invented over the last two or three years where you get invited to a meet there's cash prizes at a meet and often not always those top top guys are getting paid to fly out and hotel and whatever there's not many of these meets right we're talking less than five in the world um, but it is a thing where 10 years ago well, the cash prize was 500 bucks it was a thousand dollars now there's some money uh, not life changing money. These, they had a couple of these meets. There's yeah. something. There's yeah. something that you can kind of say like, "I'm a pro mm-hmm. lifter" versus an amateur lifter, which is kind of the USAPL, where you're kind of going pure, purely on based for like the Olympics. Amateurs mm-hmm. often go to the Olympics, right? Because yeah. you're going to nationals or, or locals, nationals. You're winning that. You qualify for Olympics. You're the best in uh, the US, and then you get to go sprint at the Olympics. But you're not really getting paid. Um, to do all that. Yeah. The well, honor's still there and it's still like a great goal if you want to go win IPF Worlds, but it's not the same. Well, WPO, they called those those people pros. Pros. Yeah. Because they were supposed to be able to win money. Of course, what happened there was a lot of money was promised and then a lot of money was not paid. Right. Or what the, the amounts were. We're not the amounts talking, were, uh, yeah, yeah were, were astronomically high considering and, and people didn't get paid off. Yeah. I mean, and then the purse was promised based on Oh, I think I'm going to be able to get this sure. advertiser and whatever, and and you know, and they weren't charging anything at the door. You could walk in and out. It was at the Arnold, you which know? is a bigger so, issue for the entire thing. So we have like what's good for a lifter, the sport, and then we need people to like promote, right? We need like the Johnny Candidos, the Omar Esofs, the Alan Thralls, because they're actual promoters of the sport, which right. may get eyes on something, which may get money. No yeah. one cares about your 700 pound deadlift if no one's watching, right? No one gives a fuck. Right. Even if they are watching, I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> you know, like it doesn't matter 
And, and you guys be like, well, I do it for me. That's great. I don't care. We're talking business. Right. You need to get eyes so that you can get sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we make that? That's what Strongman's done really, really well. Yeah. Speaking of coming to Sacramento, right? Like they got big sponsors. They got on ESPN. They got uh, lifelike characters that are insane. They're doing YouTube. They're doing movies. They're doing TV. Now you can get people wanting to watch Thor just because they love Game of Thrones. Right. But, I mean, there is something to it, too. Like, uh we could like promote my squat. Somebody squats nine hundred pounds, and then you show a strong man like you know walking with two fridges on his back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, people are gonna want to watch the two fridges because it, sure. it looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, For sure. You know that's what strong men's always had over all the other iron sports. Is I'm like, it's just, it's like it's so out there with some yeah. of the stuff. You know, yeah. you see somebody deadlifting a car. Like that's relatable to people. Like even though they don't understand, they're like, it's a fucking car. Yeah. Well, in the talent pool or like how unique you are, like there's a reason. Whether you guys hate it or not, there's a reason Tom Brady gets paid what he pays, and LeBron just uh, LeBron also does because mm-hmm. the, the, every kid wants to be a quarterback in a, in a NBA as a kid. Every kid tries out for seventh grade football and basketball. Not every kid makes it. Yeah. Not everyone's trying to squat a thousand pounds yet. Our pool is right. getting bigger, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just not as rare. Even when we started, right? Like eight years ago, there was one thousand pound squatter. Uh, there was a few more than that, but yeah. It, 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 it raw? No, not ten <clears throat> years no, ago. No, not raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not. Raw. Right? Then there's one. Then there's three. And now there's maybe two or three in sleeves and ten to twenty in wraps, right? Now it's getting yeah. bigger and bigger. And as that gets bigger, maybe we get there. But you're right. The the who wants to watch it? And and w- there's a reason uh certain sports have been around forever and aren't as popular. Uh, ice curling or whatever, even yeah, hockey, curling. even <laughs> hockey, right? Like those guys get paid okay, but they're not getting paid Tom Brady money, yeah, because no. less people watch it, yeah. But fewer people are watching football right now, and who knows whether or not the numbers are are going to sustain in the future. Baseball is down. Basketball, I don't know. I don't know, I don't I, know about. I basketball. think that's always just a thing, though. Like just it's, cyclic. It's, yeah, I think sports always kind of go up and down based on life, based on yeah. whether it be politics, whether it be. I mean, people right now in our world are so stuck in other things. Netflix is taking over. Disney mm-hmm. Plus. You know, I think everything goes in waves. I think it all can come back because those sports. There's something about those and 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 European football, and soccer, that. Um, the stories they build, the action you watch, it'll always kind of attract people to it. The only football game that I watched this whole season all the way through was the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot either. I didn't watch it. I just I went and looked at the score and I saw Tom Brady was kicking the shit out of the Chiefs. Yeah, I was like, right, it, cool. went, it was over early. I wasn't paying a lot of attention past the, you know, past halftime. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like one of those scenarios where uh, Chiefs were going to come back big in, in the you know, second half or whatever mm. just didn't happen. But uh, yeah, it may it may be purely cyclic. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I with either. with like with baseball, it, it's commonly believed that the steroid era but saved, saved it, baseball. Saved baseball. Yeah. Saved baseball. And then what they're doing now is like uh, you know we talk about Kyle all the time. They change the ball. Yeah, change the ball, get more distance out of it, hit yeah. more home runs because baseball's dying again. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're a true baseball fan, like you like to see a pitcher's duel, you like to see low scoring game. If there's good defense or good pitching, but the mass majority of your fans and people who are paying money yeah. to see you like want to see home runs, high scoring games, everything like that. So that's why I don't know the numbers in basketball, but I assume it's going pretty good because yeah. people are just dunking and shooting yeah. the lights out. So it's like exciting. <laughs> it's exciting for a casual person and yeah. semi exciting for a real but, basketball head. Because I feel like when when this happens at least in baseball and in football, like they've changed rules to make the game more exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know when when football was you know lacking fans and they were having lockouts. And all that shit, like they changed the rules with like pass interference, made it more better, like or more advantageous for receivers and yeah. stuff. So it was just like you saw quarterbacks throwing the ball farther, guys are open more, guys are catching catching more balls, scoring more points, and it's like that's what people want to see. Yeah, I wonder. I just don't think it applies to powerlifting because like 
by that logic, and I agree with you 1 billion percent, but in powerlifting logic, that would mean like, all right, like whippier bars or suits, but that shit gets boring. Like, yeah. I guess Thor kind of did that, but again, they're 6'8", they're 500 pounds, and he's on Game of Thrones. I honestly think if it wasn't for YouTube and Game of Thrones, Strongman isn't that popular or cool right now either. Mm-hmm. That's or, a good or Netflix spirit, you know, Netflix stuff. But the Netflix stuff too, like as we all know, like semi-scripted. And then even that, like those guys are just those, like Brian, Thor, and Eddie were like characters that aren't going to, you know, they're kind of like a LeBron James. Like they're not yeah. going to come across every year. Like mm-hmm, guys like right. that that are kind of funny. They're huge. They're eating eighty billion calories a day. You know, like that kind of stuff. You can make content. The YouTube era is going up and down. Um, obviously, even even you know, Alan Thrall helped the YouTube game for Strongman a lot, but. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it lasts. Even that, because like we were talking about, the the type of events they do changes based on who's popular or not, and some of those just aren't fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, like to see like a circus dumbbell, like for a casual person, eh, my mom's not going to watch a circus dumbbell. Yeah. Like for 180 pounds, she'd be like, oh, that's cool, whatever. Airplane shit, fridge shit, maybe. Yeah. I honestly love the first strongman. Like, let's get LeBron James out there. Gronkowski. <laughs> like, yeah. how sick would that be? Yeah. Gronkowski versus LeBron James and just a farmer's carry. If it was just a farmer's carry, that'd be so sick. I remember those. Like, what? Like, their overhead press was like 250 yeah. for reps yeah. and the first world strongest man. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like uh, Franco Colombo. Bending rebar oh, like over your head yeah, or I neck. Love that. love that. Or even like sumo the, wrestling. Yeah. What's call it's kind of good and no one watches it? Uh, Like the Lumberjack games? Mm hmm. That shit's I wouldn't a, say that nobody watches it. I mean, are, not okay. It's if not you watch huge. it, if you it's watch it, huge. you're a nobody. Yeah, How's yeah, that? I'll yeah, rephrase yeah, that. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> if you follow it, you're a nobody. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, all possible. It's, yeah. It is fun to watch sometimes. No, it's yeah. super. The cool. guys, like, it's crazy. It's super cool, but that's not getting any traction either. Yeah. Well, it's like punk and chucking is fun to watch too, but I mean, yeah. only so many people watch <laughs> that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, and and so that's why I do think the focus should be on uniting the federations, which has slowly, kind of organically happened up until this latest spliff like there was kind of a couple wrpfs kind of going for the big money and kind of the invite pro stuff uh the uspa seemed to be the standard ish for non-tested and the usapl seemed to be the standard ish for tested and those gained popularity um they're still divided but because of the culture you're never going to really have one division i think they're going to have to stay divided yeah you're going to have to you can't because even if like i don't think you could even house the two Tested, untested. I don't think you could house them in the same federation. Yeah, because not legitimately. There's already the history of the USAPL and IPF, the the, the rankings to get to the worlds. There is a real world competition. Like other nations are really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you go drug tested in the USPA. Eh. Doesn't mean as much. Uh, yeah, US, yeah, USPA is doing both, but but they're kind of the people magazine of of uh, of powerlifting. In yep. a way, it's like for the masses, it's a, you know, it, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, check your underwear and, you know, that all that business that's supposed to lend a little bit more of that strictness or or, or uh, legitimacy or yeah. whatever. I do think they, they have like real tests for their judges and stuff. They, like that they have real tests for judges, yeah. which is not actually all that common in, no. in, in powerlifting. Uh, but. I mean, let's face it. USPA is USPA is open owned by one person, and and if you if that's not somebody that you vibe with, then you may or may not want to do their do those meets. Yeah, there's politics everywhere. <clears throat> Same with the USAPL, who's putting on. The, I mean, even down to the the meet itself, right? Like, what if a judge doesn't like you? What if his lifter's lifting there? Like, this powerlifting's still so small, it's weird. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people's coaches are judges. Mm-hmm. Right, like that ain't happening in the NBA. No, <laughs> imagine no. right, or a guy has stake in the company, like he or he owns part of the Lakers, yeah. and he's all of a sudden refing a game. Like what? 
That would never happen again because these are private companies. I mean, the USAPL might not be. USAPL um, is, I think, not. I think yeah, it's, but but generally, it's kind of run by like two guys. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's like, it patterned after an Olympic organization, but it's ish. it's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So all that it just gets so weird because again, there's no money rolling through. Well, well I mean, there's money rolling through. There's no <laughs> money for everyone rolling through. Yeah. They don't want to spread the money to build like a real council. Um, yeah. And then the judges again, like. To, and it's not bad necessarily because I know I have a lot of friends that are coaches and judges and they do a great job. So I'm, you guys are listening, boys. I'm not talking ladies. I'm not talking about you. But um, it is possible. That it's the potential get, that's the problem. It's yeah. just it's just the how it looks. The optics are awful. Yeah, terrible. Um, as a competitor, like what? It isn't even so much as a competitor. It isn't so much the federation as it is the meat. Yeah, I agree. The meat experience. And I don't even think it's the little things I mentioned. Like, because at the end of the day, if there was one federation that was killing it, whether it be money, uh, uh, reputation, um, exposure, I don't think lifters would think twice about deadlift bar or not, wraps or not. Like, if that was the place to be, you're competing there. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I mean, you want everybody to be treated well. I mean, you, you shouldn't have to treat the best lifters better in the course of a meet. Sure. But I've seen plenty of that. Yeah. But I don't think it's right. That's yeah, it's a hard line to walk to because even on pro sports it kinda happens. Yeah, well it definitely happens, but this is not a pro sport. I know, I know. I just you know mean, I mean that it's like a natural there's nobody, progression. There's nobody betting yeah. in Vegas on powerlifting. True. And if they are, then they're dumb. I don't I don't get that. <laughs> True. Powerlifting is a hobby. It's a hobby. Yeah. It's an organized hobby. It's not, you know That may be the the answer to it all. Maybe it's not supposed to do not to, supposed to go to the Olympics, even though I actually it's, think it fits Olympics better than it fits like a quote unquote pro sport. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like it, it's not in Seoul because I love some of the Olympic sports, mm-hmm. the stereotypical ones: track and field, swimming, whatever. Like those are kind and of badminton. Yeah, uh, race walking. I love curling. <laughs> What's the one you walk? Or you, yeah, you yeah. kind of ski, you kind of shoot something. I don't know what you're doing. The, the, Bi- biathlon. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's a win. It's a winter game though. Yeah. yeah. The biathlon. Yeah. Some of those are uh, kind of hobbies. I don't oh really yeah, sold yeah. Anybody oh, out there. Sure, for sure. <laughs> like they're for definitely sure. not sports. They're they're competitions or games. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like this weird thing that Olympics kind of has its own idea of what sport is. Yeah, and maybe yeah. powerlifting just belongs there, and we kind of just say like, all right, it's a hobby for ninety nine percent, and then we have a couple freaks that maybe compete at this high level. Yeah. Maybe so. I mean, if we were going to do it, it's 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 the IPF lifters. That's it the, will. The, it's just got to keep that standard. Yeah. Stiff bar, no no equipment except for sleeves allowed. Yeah, I think you get you don't even put in like the single ply in the Olympics. Yeah. I'm like, it's just it gets too weird. I think yeah. part of that too is the reason the reason why one thing might be spectator friendly mm-hmm. is the opposite of why something is like a sport because the standardization starts to get weird. Our bar starts to get longer and longer and whippier and whippier. My suits get tighter and tighter. My sleeves get tighter and tighter. I get longer belts and longer wraps. And, and so that becomes spectator friendly because I'm lifting crazy amounts mm-hmm. of weights and my, my, I'm going to die. Yeah. But then by the regulation of sports sport, yeah. right? Like it has to be stricter. There has to be defined rules. Mm-hmm. There has to be repeatability. Mm-hmm. And you don't get repeatability if like you're using that bar and I'm using this bar and you're using those wraps and I'm using these wraps. Yeah. You know, like... LeBron James, despite Tom Brady, our savior, LeBron James doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't get to choose what basketball he uses. He doesn't bring his own ball from home. Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> Fucking cheater. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. yeah we're yeah. like in lifting, you kind of do. Like, I brought this belt from home. And sure, there's checks, but it's not the same. Like, we're yeah. not using the exact same belt. We're not using the exact same, the mm-hmm. bar, I guess, kind of, but not in different competitions. Yeah. yeah. 
Even the even within federations, there's like the rogue bar is fine, and the Texas is fine, and, and the Alinko, and then fine. you got the Alinko. And yeah, it's like it's yeah. we're using the Wilson fucking football all season. That's it. Everyone's using the same Wilson football besides the, the Patriots. <laughs> and but Wilson got that ball used by money, money for sure. Which which we were joking about the SBD world strongest man, but maybe that's a thing. Yeah, you know, like and again, strongest man is slightly different, even though there's a lot of money now and spectators, but. Uh, Right, everyone's using different elbow sleeves. What if one really in, in some science shows it doesn't help you that much? But what if one really does? One's like fucking quote unquote cheating. They're yeah. yeah. really assisting you a lot. But I mean, I would assume that they're gonna be the only you would think sleeves that are gonna yeah. be in the competition. Yeah. At least they have to be on the top. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. funny that you could put like I could put knee wraps on my elbows and then put a sleeve on True. top of it, and I'm chill. And yeah. Strong man. So that's why strong man's weird too, right? There's literally like no fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- there are rules, but it's just like. You only really know about them when you're competing, yeah. if you're a competitor. Yeah. And it's like stuff that like nobody else would even understand. Or it's comp by comp, right? Yeah. Like me and you go over to Allen's and we do a meet. Like, yeah, he's it's not like going to no, say shit. No false grip. Yeah, or, but we're going to wrap our elbow. He's not going to say yeah. shit. You go to World's Strongest Man, it's this rules. You go to Arnold, it's that rule. It's just the strength world is so effed. Yeah. Even weightlifting, which is like arguably the most standardized, right? Because it's in the Olympics and all this stuff. Like you can use whatever you want on your knees. Yeah. And it, there was a time that you could. You know, you could press out an overhead too. Yeah, yeah, and you can't anymore. No. But there was a time you could. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it was the clean and press. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or just different. Uh, yeah, different bars again. Maybe use the Alico here, and maybe use the what's the other company? Use Seca or the Rogue yeah, here. It's still, yeah, it's still yeah, technically literally. legal. But yeah. like we're playing with a different ball, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like that just seems weird to me. Who is making the decision that they're that they're so similar that it's okay? Right. Yeah. And and, and I, I you could argue money. That, yeah. Money, money makes that decision. Money. Yeah. Exactly. And you could argue that for sports too, right? Like it's a pay to play situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Tom Brady's gonna yeet a Wilson the same he's gonna yeet a Spalding. There's no yeah, doubt. He, in my yeah. Mind. He just deflates it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as his <laughs> little hands can fit on there, and he stops kissing his son. <laughs> That's a video that doesn't get talked about enough. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. Oh, uh, you don't want it. No, you thing. don't want to. I'm gonna skip that. He's one. just. No, uh, I, I don't want to. I wish I could erase it from my I, memory. But see, I, I see a video like that, and I just feel like that's like every white family. I don't know. I don't know. So like, I've talked about this privately. <laughs> like, I have Italian uncles that they'll get you a smooch on the lips, but it's not like that. It's not like that. It's like they'll just grab your head. Shout out to, to Papa Cole. He's basically my best friend's dad in high school. That fool, grab your head. He's a gorilla. This dude never worked out. Just bench three fifteen for no reason. Harry walking around naked. He was a bachelor house, not married. We went to his house every weekend, just naked walking through the house. He'll grab your head and just and then <laughs> just throw you away. <laughs> but how Tom Brady does it? Oh man, somebody. I'm sorry that if anybody got triggered by that, I'm totally sorry. No, the Tom Brady one triggers me, oh, and I'm okay. not very sensitive. Yeah, I, yeah. The Tom Brady one's weird, Tommy. You're supposed to hear the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> the deflated ball. The kiss is really weird on Tommy. I have the high ground. But anyway. point being, he could eat a Spalding like a motherfucker, as these Olympians can too. Right? Right. They can use right. a Laco and whatever. I'm not discounting that, but there is just this weird like, why is it? Why is there gray area if this thing's supposed to be the the best of the best, the best, the best, the best? I don't know. That's a good question. And that's where powerlifting has its issues. We don't know who the hell's the best. <laughs> yeah. Is it by Wilkes? Is it by this bar? Is it by Mono? Is it by that squat bar? Is it by knee sleeves? Is it by wraps? Is it lift only? Is it just because your squat's the best? Well, I mean, even best? when you want to get down to it like that, like um, nobody has a standardized scale to weigh fucking athletes. Yeah. Nobody no. weighs them in, in the yeah. same way. Yeah. No. So, I mean, like. Yeah, some like, dudes are naked. Some aren't. Some are allowed to keep their panties on. Some aren't. Like, little. Well, one, I swear, they'd made me get naked when I wasn't even cutting. 
Didn't we talk about this to somebody else? <laughs> yeah, see, I, I've never had that experience. Oh, me and you were talking about yeah. it. Like, the USPA, I'm like 225. Or no, no, I'm like 210. No way I'm making 198s. Mm-hmm. And no way I'm close to 220. And I'm getting in this tent at Barbell Brigade. And they're like, yeah, just take the shirt off and shorts. Sure, I'm 210. I'm going to be 211 with this clothes on. It's probably cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them, you know? Who doesn't want to give me a little Nike sometimes? Well, but, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I, see, uh, that's a good question right We're there. We're definitely right? not being able to hold any meets after this. I was right at the beginning. Yeah, well, well <laughs> here, okay, so actually that brings up two points I'm thinking about. One of them is we need to maybe just need to stop thinking about who is the best of whatever yeah. because there are way too many pl- ways to slice it, and maybe that's how it should be. Yeah. Like, don't try to make an overall champion because there is no, there is no venue to create an overall cha- yeah. champion. Just fucking live with it how it is. Like this person did this thing, yeah. and that's great. And move on. I'm with you. It. Know? Well, I mean, because it's a, it's like wrestling. It's a sport that you have different weight classes. Yeah. So you can't say this is the best wrestler on the planet. Yeah. No. Like that, that's that's an opinion base. I'm like, you have the champions from every weight class, and that's done. Yeah. Yeah, the, even the pound for pound concept in UFC or boxing is hard. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I get it, and like you need to do that to start discussions because then it fuels ESPN and it fuels all these things, right? I it think fuels- the pound for pound stuff, clear, like I think it comes from a money base. Yeah, it, it, who it people to wanting to watch the most, right? And I think that's like who you're going to typically about, crown like your pound for pound. What about homeboy, dude? Usman, that dude gets no love. Dude's won thirteen in a row. No one's even close to beating his ass, and no one even talks about him. Yeah, I don't really like him though. So, <laughs> so he deserves. <laughs> so I'm just like I don't really deserve the time. I didn't problem. know you won 13 in a row. But you know, I give you respect for that. But I was like, like, eh. he, uh, yeah, like he's he's most wins in a row besides uh, Anderson, Anderson, and no one talks about him again. It's a money thing or a politics thing, or and and that happens in every sport, obviously, because part of the fuel of what powerlifting does poorly. Some people do decently, and I think we've actually done this okay in the past. Is you build stories. Yeah, and so you have to build stories around lifters. You have to build stories around meets, and you have to. That's what the Olympics does better than anyone. I mean, the the events of the Olympics are fine, but they're three seconds. Mm-hmm. What's good? Talking about this lady losing her dog three weeks into training or whatever, right? And she <laughs> came back and she won, won the pole vault. Uh, like those things really do build it up. The NBA does a great job of making celebrities out of their players, right? And there's politics involved. There's one of my favorite players, Damian Lillard from Marcus's League. He went to Weber, and he's in Portland now. And because he's in Portland, a smaller venue, he gets no TV time. He's arguably the best point guard in the league. Mm-hmm. But he, no one, I mean, people know who he is. Obviously, he's in the NBA. Yeah. But he, he's not the guy because he's, you know, he doesn't get the TV play. He doesn't, but they build up, and LeBron deserves it too, by all means. But, you know, they build that up. They build up Tom Brady. They build up all these. There's other quarterbacks that are really fucking good. I mean, Tom was really easy to build up. Yeah, it's true. But like, or Lamar Jackson's my, like, they talk like Lamar Jackson is fucking Superman, and mm-hmm. he's okay. He had one okay. I mean, he's, he's a little better than okay. Okay, he's good. But they literally two years ago they talked like this man was literally Superman, you know. Uh, and just so you well because at the beginning of that season they talked about how he was going to be a bust. True, true. And he, like he was going to get hurt. And yeah. then like you know he's MVP and they were like this guy's insane. Yeah, but he was untouchable. That's all they talked about. And it sells jerseys, it sells tickets, it still it sells stories when he plays Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hypes up games. So you have to do that. And powerlifting doesn't have a central media. Yeah. Um, it has some multiple um but that's part of it too because you you kind of need yeah the script <laughs> yeah well i mean because even script. like even within the powerlifting community there's not really a lot of household names in powerlifting no i mean there's typically it's like you're gonna know if you're competing the guys that are in your weight class and close to you you're not necessarily gonna know who the fuck 
all the guys in the super yep. heavyweights and 308s are. Like, I'm going to know what these guys are because I'm closer to these guys, right? I have no idea what the fucking anything but do, below 220 is, yeah. like, who the top guys are except for, like, hack. But even that, like, they come out of nowhere sometimes, too. Yeah. yeah. A guy got a total 1,600 and then not compete for a year because, again, it's a hobby. He yeah. has a real job and he's just training and then all of a sudden he totals eighteen hundred and all of a sudden he totals two two thousand. You're like, oh shit, who's Bobby over here? You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. like that happens all the time too, which is cool for the sport because it's still growing in that sense. Right, right. Um, but it's harder to build stories. Um, it doesn't pay, so it's harder to continue those legacies. Tom Brady, we were talking about him when I was in seventh grade, <laughs> literally. Yeah, jeez. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was literally in seventh grade and we were talking about Tom Brady. But I think he played as. Yeah, I think I was still in like grade school when he played in his first Super Bowl. It's insane. I think I was in eighth grade. You know? Did like you see the Calvin Johnson comparison? No. Tom Brady had already played in like three Super Bowls when Calvin Johnson was a rookie. Yeah, and then, then Calvin retired. Johnson's going into the Hall of Fame and yeah. Tom Brady just won another yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't he want to give up? Why does he want to just yeah. rest? He, heard, uh, he said he might come back too. This is my point. Oh, he's coming like, back. Yeah. It's done. wild. So the point is like powerlifting longevity. Uh, may not be there because one, it's it's taxing. It's not that like quote unquote fun. And then there's no money. Yeah, right. Uh, so all I mean, I things, think it's pretty fun. I know, but uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't. You know, like or it's not like not, that's not fun. But you know what I mean? It's not like it's not exhilarating. Mm -hmm. I guess is the term. But for short periods of time, I don't know. If like you, you'll get adrenalated when it, when they call your name. That's for damn sure. Sure, but you do two meets a year. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. many football games you play? Your yeah. football is the shortest season in pro sports. You play what? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. You know, that's a lot more than two meets a year. Yeah. Well, this goes back to. Um, Actually, I'm going to make my other point, and then I'll come back to this. Um, are federations even all that important? Like, yeah, I don't if, know. If, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think so, and that's another thing. Uh, you know, the RPS just held like a meet. Now that we're ripping every single that everybody just got ripped apart at, just on the shredded. Yeah, I think it was like a, two, three weeks ago, and 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 it's filmed from the front, and you kind of have to trust your judges. So I'm I'm a little bit neutral on it, but it looks pretty fucking high. Um, <laughs> And I think it's a world record in whatever class for whatever squat. And again, world record meaning all federations. Mm -hmm. yeah. And again, that's why we just said there's no heroes. So I, I think federation matters. Um, and maybe we're so deep in this. But if someone tells me like, hey, I have a deadlift record in the IPF, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. If someone comes to me and says like, yo, I got a deadlift record in the blah, 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 blah. I'm like, eh, <laughs> me too, buddy. <laughs> I'm a county champion. You know, like it kind of goes that way. And And if the sport is to continue to grow, there has to be, you know, as cities grow, the roads have to get better. Yeah. Uh, you can't have a busy city with shitty roads. There's going to be accidents. That's a good analogy. So I mean, That's most of America, man. Yeah, a lot of it. We actually have decent <laughs> roads here, considering. I guess because we don't have snow and ice. But So you need that, right? Like, and, and our roads are a little crooked. There's multiple freeways going the same direction, to continue this analogy. And that's the issue. I don't know if it's needed or necessary federations, but if we wanted to grow, standardize, and continue to be, because it's still kind of at its peak right now, you know? We're not, we're not growing as fast as we did the last five years, but mm. it's a growing sport. Um, so, and I'm not going to say, like, something needs to change, but, like, something kind of needs to change. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I just think, because when we talk about, like, the all-time records, which I'm just like, how do you put them together when it is yeah. from federation to federation to federation to federation, right? I mean, there's we we heard so much shady shit throughout the years of like, oh, some guy broke the all-time world record in the meet that they held in his gym, and like yeah. two people competed in it. He, he like, got to time what? his own rest breaks. Yeah, and I'm like, what what, did, what the fuck are you talking about? Wow. But I'm like, if if 
which I don't even know if anybody considers it an official record keeper or not, but you know, what is it, open powerlifting? Yeah, I yeah. think that's the standard. I mean, it is, but yeah. I'm like, are, are they, do they have, like, yeah. are they the actual standard of like, we're going to keep the records? Or am I like, did it just log what people have put I, in I there? think that's the argument that's coming up now. They want to delete RPS off open powerlifting. Yeah. So my thing is, I'm just like, well, if you're going to set an all-time record in something or a world record, I think you have to do something for that. Yeah. Like, if it's one, some federations have like levels of judges, right? Like you can't break yep. a national record mm-hmm. if you go to local meet and there's not a national record judge there, yep. right? Shit like that makes sense. But now it's like, okay, so if you're going to set a world record, I'm like, I think that it should be up to a little bit more scrutiny. Like we should have some fucking cameras set up from standardized angles, heights, yeah. from places. A world and record. Like, they need to be reviewed. World record review isn't the worst idea. Because everyone's like, do they do it in football? I'm like, yeah, but you're not going to review every single fucking yeah, lift. But, but I mean, if you do I a record, it's not a bad idea. If yeah. you're going to set an all-time yeah, record, whether it's, it's national idea. or They're gonna world. They're going to fake patch your belt. Might as well yeah. <laughs> look at a video for three seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, 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 that's yeah, a fair point. It's not point. a bad idea at all. That's and, a fair and, point. and I do agree with you. That's why the USPA and USAPL, I think, have become the standards because they do have some kind of like, you can't break a world record at this meet. You have to do this meet to go to this meet. There's some kind of standardization there. Um, There's more of a judging standard, but I've still seen. Of course. Oh, I've seen but, good and bad but, but on both sides. Yeah. I don't think you can ever fix that. And I don't think that's an issue personally. Everyone talks like that. I'm like, dude, have you watched? Any, and a lot of it is because powerlifters aren't athletes. I'm like, you watch a basketball game? And granted, it's football. much faster. Football, soccer, you name it. Baseball. Baseball, yeah. There's going to be 100 bad calls a game. You just hope there's 300 good ones or decent yeah, ones, yeah. you know, and, the, and you hope that it's consistent person to person. Yeah, that's all I want is like yeah. consistency. If like yeah. if you're going to call people squats high and pass them, I'm like, then unfortunately, I'm like, do it for everybody in that. Meet. Yeah. Right. If you're going to like make people fucking get down there yeah. and get deep, then make everyone do the same yeah. thing. And that's all I, I'm like, that's all I care about. And that's all you can, because there is the human aspect. of. Because I mean, it, we played real sports. Yeah. A lot of lifters didn't. It's like. You have no control over the judges. You have no control over the yeah. umpires and referees. And you adjust. Just, yeah. Mid-game, I know this dude's calling everything. Like, all right, I got to back off a little bit. Or, or if they're letting us play in football, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to push the boundary. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to push the boundary a little bit if yeah. they're letting us play. No, I like, agree. I agree 100%. And that might be part of powerlifting they have to do. Um, yeah. It just sucks because you're only getting judged nine times. <laughs> right. By, by three different people. Um, but I do think a, a video review on world records isn't a dumb idea like that kind of makes sense it shouldn't take that long to do no um maybe you have one judge review it by himself and he's like the final call or maybe maybe you only review it if there's you know two two whites or three whites you know maybe there's some kind yeah. of standard in well, there I mean, where you're think, yeah i mean i think you do three angles set cameras up let's yeah. figure out a standardized position to put them yeah. in where they're at what height they're at and then you send those in to whoever we're gonna we're decide yeah. is the governing body. If it's open powerlifting is the one putting in records, and we let open powerlifting yeah. review it. Because that's what I, I think basketball. I don't know about football, but basketball. They I think they just have like a lead ref for that game, and he's upstairs, and he'll watch the video reviews. Oh, they send them into uh, all over the place. Really? The yeah, yeah. Like when it's review, I think it always goes to headquarters or whatever. somewhere else yeah, yeah. To, and then yeah. they call back and they're like hey uh that's tom brady make sure that guy gets a personal foul for touching yeah him. you know yeah so i like that's part of it i going on that topic too since i've ripped all powerlifting i'll rip strongman a little bit that was the big argument of thor breaking the quote-unquote all-time deadlift record is that he's at home mm-hmm. um and and i did this podcast with omar and alan and candido and a bunch of russ Swole, a bunch of guys way stronger and smarter than me um and we had mixed reviews you know like i kind of said like 
And it's because I can only say it from my position where I was like, I just don't care. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah I give him the medal. Who cares, right? But then yeah. Russ was pissed. Russ is like, well, you know, like he got to break, but he doesn't get, there's plus and minuses. He got to take all his breaks. He's in his garage, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't have the crowd hyping him, which is a factor that helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then opposite of that, and like maybe Eddie was rushed when he had to do it, or maybe he wasn't. But either way, and then maybe he there's had fake the crowd. plates in there. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, they weighed him supposedly. But you know what I mean? There's always like, was the bar the exact same? Again, going to our equipment thing. There's mm-hmm. all these little aspects, and I think the growth of the sport and the standard standardization of the sport and the money of the sport, they might not all three be able to go hand in hand. I think that's the issue. We're going to have to kind of give one up. <laughs> Possibly. And, and yeah, the, the judging being a, a big part. Like back in the day, back when I started <clears throat> lifting, like the APF was the big thing and it was, it was only multiply. But APF had judges and some people like were sent out to, to judge at a particular meet that was not in the state that they lived in because they were yeah. that level of judge. Yeah. They didn't have like say national level or whatever, but they were a respected judge and usually if that person came in, they were the head and they were, you know, they coordinated the, yeah. the all the judging crew. Uh, and then when it all kind of broke apart, then all of these um, sort of APF spinoff things, it's like whoever's there yeah. is the judge. Who's been lifting the longest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was how I got yeah. put in a judge's seat for the first time. I was walking by and they were like, hey, come here. I'm tired of this. Yeah. Handed me it. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? It's like, you know how to deadlift. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, and <clears throat> and the truth is, it's not that complicated. No. It's it, like basketball, football. There's so much you got to see. You really do kind of have to multitask. Yeah. You have the peripheral vision. Like it's not that complicated to become a judge. Um, but then again, back to money. Like, why does this person want to give away ten hours on a Saturday to judge this thing for thirty bucks? Yeah, a piece of pizza. Well, that's that's a, and 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 bottled water and yeah. Gatorade. Yeah, that's, yeah, in a hot gym with a bunch of people that fucking smell like shit and, <laughs> and the bathrooms are dirty. <laughs> yeah, like so Instantly. it just gets complicated. It just people gets complicated. And everyone out there before you say like you guys are hated, we're all saying this in jest and we've been there and we're part of it and we're trying to help it and we run our own meets and, and I've been part of the problem and I've been part of the solution and all that before you guys get all mad out there. But um I just don't I yeah I don't know if there's an answer. I w- I wish I did. I think I think the going back to the beginning root the USAPL being so money hungry is wrong. You're going to lose lifters. Um, Garrett Fears out here trying to do a basically his route of and, and Steve, yeah, doing his route of the drug tested uh, USPA at their gym, I believe, because mm-hmm. they're trying to grab these people that are really good lifters. Mm-hmm. Like come lift, and they're trying yeah. to get some money up for it, which I think is. Cool. I just think I think the pay to play thing is just yeah, such that's bullshit. the cheapest part of it. That's like that's like uh, back in in the day when the Catholic Church used to sell indulgences. Yeah, you could like buy out of your sins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm essentially sin, the I'm same. Can you still yeah. do that, or is that not a thing anymore? <laughs> I'm sin free. Yeah, I mean, it really is trash. I Most of us pay for our sins yeah. in other ways. Anyway, go on. That's blatant trash. I think there's no one out there that could agree with that because, like, and I'm not that guy because I am a millennial. I, like, you can't be that much of a participation snowflake. Well, I mean, like when you hold a national level meet and it's nationals, and you have like. 10,000 athletes. I'm yeah. like, this isn't fucking nationals. Yeah, no. For money. no. And that's a- that's every federation. There's not a single federation I know that the qualification is of nationals, although USAPL tried to up it. So they upped the co- total. Cool. Me and Marcus were looking at them. They're decent totals to get yeah. there. That might be a national meet, but then you got these snowflakes that are paying two grand with daddy's money. You got the <laughs> you got the trust fund lifters. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so like, and then the other federations that do quote unquote nationals don't have international lifters yeah. or whatever, yeah. or worlds. So it's not competitive, or you're only in one section of even the U.S., so it's not competitive. Mm-hmm. And then also your qualifying is low. So, like, it's all a joke. It's all participation. 
bullshit. And again, it comes down to these people being meatheads running these things or selfish running these things rather than... Well, they run these meats to like make money. Well, but the thing is, is you got to be a promoter. Like I was talking about the Alan Thralls, the Omar Isofs, the Johnny Candidos. They're obviously, this isn't their role, but those guys are the ones that might be able to get sponsors. Who's done it great? Rogue, CrossFit. Yeah, SBD mm-hmm. now with Strongman. Like you get these key sponsors that are that benefit. You got both sides got to benefit. Mm-hmm. They pay the money, they get the benefit from it. They make media around it. That's the best thing Rogue's done. Talking about building stories around athletes and building yeah. up their athletes as celebrities. Yeah, no strength sport has ever done it as good as Rogue itself. They built CrossFit athletes into pure celebrities. Yeah, and so then they can make money on their own. Rogue can make money through them, and CrossFit can use their equipment, get make money, so they can build a real event. The best strength event by far, and I've been to all of them, is probably the CrossFit Games. Yeah. You know? Is it strength, though? The best endurance strength (laughs) sport I've ever been to is CrossFit Games. And and agility and (laughs) And good looks. And good looks. If they put shooting in CrossFit, I'll watch it. They did. They 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 didn't, but I think they gave a gun away. I think they gave a gun away for someone who was. There was a baseball toss in one year, right? I mean, But point being, all that's kind of hard because powerlifting is hard to watch. Even if you love powerlifting, it is still hard to watch. You go for a whole day. It's not that fun to watch anymore. Yeah. So it kind of gets back to to um, what I was saying about uh, part of it is the meat directors and part of it's the federation. Yeah. In terms of the lifter experience, uh, we want meats that run pretty fast, but not too fast. Smooth. Yeah. I want smooth. Smooth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just not like yeah. big Same long thing. consistency. Yeah. Right. Minutes between flights, minutes between lifters. As long as it's consistent, you know what you're going into yeah. mm-hmm. rather than all of them become inconsistent. If you have this meat over here has five lifters and this meat over here has 20 lifters, but you don't know going into the meat, your brakes just cut in half. Yeah. I uh, remember watching a meet here in this building. I think it was USPA. It went till nearly one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. They let 90 lifters in, and the efficiency was not there, and it was cold as fuck, too. I think it was in December, and it was, oh, my God. I remember going to uh, uh, APF Masters in Detroit in 2005, and the last deadlift was 1 a.m. Yeah. I mean... And there were long, long Again, technical breaks. A lot of it, day. you can argue, goes to money too. Yeah, because if uh, even us, right? Like, look, I'm no saint. If we're running a meet here, and we got a thousand people want to come in and pay us a hundred bucks, like it's gonna be real hard to say no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it's fucking hard to say no. Like I'm not blaming these people. It's just the nature of the beast, and how do we, how do we get it more consistent throughout feds? Mm. How do the feds help meets better? How do the meets and the promoters and the athletes? How does it kind of work more cohesively so that you don't have to like drag lifters into your meat and be so hungry for that money yeah you know i i think i don't have the answer either by any means but well i I think that um i mean local meets are great and everything but i think that you can't that can't be the pinnacle for for any lifter and i think that like people that we used to be involved with there was a point at which you know early on people were going to national meets trying to go to national meets whatever and then then it turned away from that and it was all backyard shit. Yeah. You know, it was all local meats. And I mean, those lifts don't, shouldn't in my mind really carry the same weight as going to a national meet competing against directly against the people who are, you know, the best in the sport. I think social media had a lot to change that. 
for yeah. sure. Because like now I can see what you're doing in fucking bumfuck wherever you're yeah. from. Yeah. And then you can see what I'm doing in California. And then it's just like if there's going to be a meet where they're like inviting some of like the biggest lifters and like we all end up over there. I'm like, OK, now is this better than nationals? Right. Like if we've yeah. got the, the top, the actual top 10 guys here, right. well, and the Nationals only has five of the top 10 guys, yeah. so I'm like, this meets more competitive. Even that's gone in waves, though, too, because that was like a thing early, mid-2000s, but now the social media's gone the other way. Like, well, I'll just compete here, and you just compete there. <laughs> we're not going to Yeah, pay. we're going to compare. Yeah, yeah. Because, because the money's not there. Right. Um, you know, and I hate to like sound like a broken record, but if the money was there, you could make those real pro meets where you get the top 10 in each weight class, regardless of their federation affiliate, and mm -hmm. they compete head-to-head. And it should carry more weight because, at the very least, again, you have the same judge that day, mm -hmm. right? Consistent. We're good, same judge. Bad. Yeah, I mean that's great. Yeah, same bar that day. Right. At the very least, but again, because social media is so convenient, and because uh, you know, open powerlifting's done amazing work. It's probably very tedious. The Excel sheets they fuck with, but <laughs> uh, but again, you just compare online. Yeah. Like, oh, I sit here, I'm twentieth. Like, who claimed you twentieth, bro? Because you know, Timmy's over here in Florida, and Johnny's over here in Tennessee, and. You know, it's just, it's just so weird. I, I don't know if there's an answer, and I think Jim said it best in the beginning. Like, maybe it's supposed to just kind of be this elevated hobby. And you can take it serious, and you can get fucking after it, and you can go as hard as you can. But I just feel like, even maybe I'm biased, but like, yeah, IPF record, maybe a big, big meet where everybody's there, and you got some judges, or we get those cameras in there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, everything's just kind of like this asterisk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. But just don't, you know, don't. And, and the other thing is just chill out. So it should be called asterisk powerlifting. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> asterisk records for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hate to bring, I actually don't, I, I, you know, nothing, nothing negative to say about the open powerlifting people at all. No, I don't, I, I don't they know. Do a good them, job. But, yeah. They do a no, good it's job. not on them. It's on these judges yeah. and federations. Yeah. yeah. They're doing the best. Well, they, if they get results from a meet and the lifts are passed, I mean, how the fuck are they supposed it's to do It's literally know? garbage in, garbage out. That's yeah. the, you know. No, like, yeah, they're just collectors. Yeah, garbage. But they did a, an amazing job organizing all of it. I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah, because what was the other one before that? It was trash. I forgot. Never it's worked. Powerlifting watch. Powerlifting yeah. watch. It, and, yeah. then, and then you had to pay to get in. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this, yeah. is, this is useless. It just wasn't updated and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. These guys update like fucking. No, they're madmen. Like, like often, at women. least weekly. Yeah. yeah. I, I would hope that by this point they have a way to like just bring a spreadsheet in. But I don't know. I don't know. That's those systems were not in place when I was. Yeah. actually directly involved in, in meets where they're, you know, you, the whole system worked the way it was supposed to. And like, a, it was a separate app and all that, mm -hmm. that, that happens now. Um, uh, but being able to like output standardized numbers and just yeah. upload them to someplace without having to manually rekey the whole thing or, yeah. or just send your results in and some guy at the other side has to manually rekey it. That seems like a problem. Anyway, though, um, so, to try to bring it all home a little bit. I was going to let Marcus go with the basics. Oh, go for it. Just the basics. Barbell, mono, whatever. What's your favorite or what would be the best meat? Not money, not judges. For you, me? Yeah. What would you... Because you do both and you've done yeah. both. You've done sleeved, you've done drug tested, you've done uh, wraps, you've done monos, you've done all that. Do you care that much or do you go to the mono list because there's big dogs to the mono list? Like, what would your... Uh, I mean... I like the mono because I can squat more out of a fucking mono. Sure. Let's, let's and be I think honest, that's why everyone. Okay? Yeah. That's why we all like. I, I do. I think. I think the option for a mono is probably the best way to go. Like there, there are guys that are like the fucking die hard. Uh, I'm gonna walk my squats out. And I'm like, that's cool. You do that. If I don't have to walk out 900 pounds, I'm not gonna fucking walk it out. Yeah. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be one of these disaster real videos of my knee exploding while yeah. I'm trying to walk it out. Like I'm cool without that. Don't need it. Yeah. Um, I like the 55 pound squat bar. I'm also a big guy. 
and it does make a difference, like the amount of whip and shit on there. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, it whatever it's gonna be, if it's, if it's where the big guys are competing, if it's where all the guys I want to compete against are, that's where I'm gonna go. But I mean, I would like an option for a mono. Fifty-five pound bar would be great to squat, bench. Don't care. Use whatever, and then deadlift. Either or. Yeah. It could be either or. Whatever. Because there's gonna keep it for those way. that don't like power lift out, there's so much. Because even in bench, right? There's feet down, there's head down. Mm-hmm. Some some feds do, some feds don't. Um, press command, right? Like I think techni- start command. Yeah, I think everybody's got to press. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no. Uh, I was gonna say like technically, I think the rule book all says the bar must come to a rest, mm-hmm. but some judges take that as like a pause, like a second in their head. And some, some people don't. use the physics de- definition. Yes, yeah. That when Whereas you reverse if, it, it's yeah, pause somewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, which may be a thing, right? So the consistency there. Um, and then yeah, deadlift is simple. Even though some people, well, I guess, would argue like, let's get sumo out of here. I wouldn't argue that, but I would argue about about locking it out and that like double knee motion and yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, all the rules, I think, up and down, regardless, are the same. It's just <clears throat> how they're held. Yeah. So I, I I mean, maybe what we need is a an an all cons- something that doesn't exist an all consuming raw federation that everyone agrees has the highest standards and if you're going to set a raw record you go there yeah and and those are the only records that everyone can go okay yeah that's the record the, everybody else can compete wherever they want to and they can talk about their own whatever but but if you were really looking for like a gold standard it's here yeah and i don't think it's the usapl and, and ipf right now um, because of all the stuff we talked about, and also that they are still split between between single ply and raw. Like most people do raw now. Single ply is making a little comeback. Get rid of it. Yeah, single Just ply is making a little ply. comeback. I do like single ply over multi. Yeah, as a viewer and as I a mean, but all of it, all of it in general, I'm just like, just, just get rid of it. Yeah, because I mean, even if. I know the ultimate goal for like a lot of powerlifters, especially like the IPF level guys and girls, is to make it to the Olympics. Gear's not going to be there. Yeah, no. yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. that's the that was the thing that I think has always held it out. It's yeah. like the fucking absurdity of gear. I'm like, so get rid of it. It's, and, the, it's gone. and 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 the specter steroids. That's yeah. the other. That's like yeah. like like cheating. Well, I know that logistically, it's also. Uh, uh, country particip- participation. Yeah, it actually holds it back. So you need like a certain amount registered per country per whatever to make it oh, popular I enough. I think that's probably one of the highest ones you could get. USAPL? Like, no, no, no. I'm saying powerlifting in general. I don't think so. Because you because we have to talk about like we have to get like like worldwide how mm-hmm. many people per country. Yeah, but I think that'd be easier to fill than it would be like like basically any other sport. Because I mean, it's like weightlifting. Uh, like, there's more weightlifters worldwide than yeah. powerlifters. Uh, no, 100%. But if you made powerlifting an Olympic sport, I think that would immediately change it in four-year uh, period. I don't know. I just know their rules go the other way. You have to have a certain amount before you before, can get it. Okay. In, yeah. that makes that's more that's sense what sense. it is. It reminds me a little bit of the last week's topic where one of the people trying to get on the uh, um, the social experiment for Fake Famous said, I could be more authentic if I had more followers. <laughs> 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 what the hell does that mean? <laughs> no, I mean, it makes sense, though. You know, like... Like someone in who knows where Middle East, Africa, or someone doesn't even know what powerlifting is. Right. They only know weightlifting or soccer or something. Yeah. You know, like where are they going to get the? Why, why would you go to the Olympics when it's just the America versus fucking Russia? No, for sure. Yeah. That, but like baseball, they call it the World Series, but the world is not involved. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I mean, the rest of the world will get their ass kicked. So. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's just marketing. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of like people competing multiply, it. 
it's hard to see that stuff all happen in the same meet to have raw and and i don't think it does much anymore i a little bit but yeah yeah. even that it's hard it's hard to watch there's a world ish record in multiply over the last month too that was getting a lot of critique yeah it's and and i i am as guilty as anybody for uh for defending shitty multiply lifts yeah and and Fuck! There were things I'd never put out because they looked terrible, and yeah. I only knew it would it would make things worse. By well, I mean, it had its time. Multiply yeah. had its time. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm you know I love Michael Fahey and I love his devotion to Westside and Multiply yeah. and all that stuff. And he and WPO, he's putting those big meets and people are competing, but that's not going to be the center of everything. Well, it didn't grow popularity wise for a reason. No, right? Yeah, There's a yeah. reason that the USAPL exploded the same time YouTube exploded, the same time powerlifting in general exploded. Because people could kind of relate to 2012, it. 13, 14, yeah. There's a reason it all kind of came together. Yeah. And it wasn't because of ventures. No. No. Unfortunately, I think CrossFit had a lot to do with it. It definitely helped. Yeah, yeah. It definitely played a role. I remember there were a couple year periods in a row, like USA weightlifting was like memberships doubled and then doubled yeah. and then doubled. Yeah. And yeah, then powerlifting got bigger and bigger and bigger. 100%. Introduced people to a barbell. Because multiply didn't induce anybody to a right. fucking barbell. It didn't bring anybody into the sport. No, not even close. Especially when like what like entry level, it was like hundreds of dollars a gear. Well, and yeah. you need teammates. Like mm-hmm. you literally can't do it alone. Right. That's actually that's a big a big thing that we see here is that we have a lot of people lift on their own. Yeah, which is this. cool. That's like honestly a double edged sword. It's cool that you need teammates. Right. But it's also a gatekeep. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Because like, and we if we. If we accumulated the people who are fairly seriously powerlifting here, may or may or may not compete, you know that com- that show up at all hours of the day or night, and we we were running them like a team, we would have a team. Yeah, yeah. And and there would be you know a stronger sense of community or whatever. But that is not what fits in people's lives because it comes back to it right. being it's a hobby. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, people still people. There are gyms like this still, and it's a, it happens, and it's great, and whatever. But it's hard, yeah. Uh, when there are so many competing things going on, and people have like lives and stuff, it's yeah. it's difficult. I've seen it. It's it's a lot more common with like a younger crowd, college. Because yeah, right. I'm like, you just don't have as much going on. Yeah, yeah. You have the same class yeah. breaks. You can, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, shall we um, put yeah. a cap on this one? Uh, so no federations going forward. You just like lift in your garage and you put your stuff on YouTube. Well, so like, I was gonna say because yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, we'll like will probably like rip me. Like you don't even compete, and you even said you don't like powerlifting. I'm like yeah, fuck you. So probably my answer to my own world is to get more people in the sport to find the vessel of powerlifting. Like that's what I've always done to find a barbell to enjoy the barbell. Yeah, I don't care what you do with it, but I think it can help you a lot mentally in the discipline of life, and it can allow you to spread that to other areas of your life business, family, et cetera, and grow. Um, and so maybe here at Third Street, we have no answers. But um, yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're non-federation meets. Maybe they're non-sanctioned meets and everyone lifts and we judge for fun. You get better for fun. Put it on your Instagram. Tell your mom. Tell your girlfriend. Hit a PR. Enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that is our answer. And maybe we will hold bigger meets. Maybe we will find some judges out there because we have friends that are judges in, in, in federations and people that we trust in the sport. So maybe yeah. we just make sure, you know, maybe that's on the meat holder, the the, the director, yeah. to get judges that they trust. To do the, right? Because there's so many layers to this thing. Yeah. Um, and so maybe it's the responsibility needs to be spread. It's We never even talked about the lifter. The responsibility needs to go there. I don't give a fuck about the judging. If I competed, I'm getting white lights if I make the lift because I lift correctly. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. some of that's got to be on the lifter too. Why are you trying to edge shit out? Why are you squatting high in, yeah, in training? Like, I mean, when you... When you 
hit a, a world record and it's fucking high yeah. and it, it's like considerably high which yeah. i've seen a few not necessarily world records too but i'm mean, sure. like just big big squats in a meet and i'm just like and you're cool with that yeah because you because it passed i'm just like yes it is on the, you're out of control of what's going to pass and what's not going to pass but at the same right. time i'm like do you feel good about your four inch high squat and you've probably been like, training you're, you've probably been training for years squatting high so yeah take some responsibility yourself yeah but yeah. um, yeah, because I mean, basically everybody's rule book is the goddamn same with the hip crease and knee. Right, all the rule books are so similar. It's just how they're. Yeah. A lot of them are copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, sure. I've competed in a lot of places, and yeah. I'm just like, hey, your rule book is literally copy pasted yeah. from. And I'm like, where was the original copy? You know? yeah. It's like I'm trying to find the original Bible here. <laughs> yeah, you can't. So many of them have that that same illustration of, of the belt uh, and the squat and the squat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, same exact illustration. Oh, everyone I've every rule book I've read has the, the same belt and the same squat. The copy pasta. Yeah. Oh well, uh, and you know, here's the thing: if somebody wanted to hold a meet here, that'd be one thing. If that's a totally different issue than us ho- holding our own meet yeah. here, I don't know which one I'd be more inclined to do. Um, yeah, I think we can speak so freely because we don't have a, have a horse in the race. No, that's don't. why I just don't care. I mean, not that I don't care; I want to see it succeed. But you know what I mean? I'm, I speak freely and talk shit on everybody. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. but it's great that way because it's like, yeah, you you're not leaning towards anyone. Yeah. yeah, they all suck. Everybody out there sucks except for the guys listening. Exactly. All you guys are amazing, and you're great lifters. I know you hit depth on all your squats and lock out your benches and deadlifts like, like, like good little powerlifting powerlifters, powerlifters, and powerlifters. Um, two things. So, apparel's out. 3sb.co. Grab all your clothes, hoodies, shorts, tees, couple uh, accessories. Be sure to check it out because things are moving a little bit fast. And so, uh, if you miss out, you miss out. They're not coming back. Second thing: Filipino Thunder on Instagram. F I L I P. I know. I think I was good. I think so. Fuck, yeah. Thunder. And, and Thunder. Filipino um, Thunder. <laughs> I think he's taking some clients. I don't know, but DM him. Follow their, him on Instagram uh, if you want to get some advice, some coaching. Head over there. Uh, Third Street Barbell on Instagram. With the three. Three, uh, 3SB.co. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Marcus, where are you, what, what, you're doing the Kern, yeah? Yep. And that's... Uh, ten weeks? Eight, uh, ten weeks. Ten weeks. Ten weeks, nine to train, one week deload. In and where is it? San Diego. San Diego. So I'll same, be back down in San Diego. Same place? Or mm-hmm. the, okay. Yeah, Gracie's gym again. Gracie's gym. As of right now. If unless they change the venue. Yeah, unless okay. And I am at the Jim McDean, all the social medias, uh, including Clubhouse, which I'm not using much yet, but I'm there. What is Clubhouse? Clubhouse is like uh if you could um tap into just the audio of like a panel presentation at some seminar or you could listen in on someone's business conference call that's what it's like okay um i'll add you i got i got i got plenty of invites at the moment um or hey so if you want to get on you can hit hit me up and i might be able to help you out uh and we'll talk to you next week thank you boys thank you